Hello, church family, and welcome to our online services. Glad you're here. Let's worship. First song will be My Lighthouse.
C.S. Lewis's book, not the movie, but the book, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, a young girl named Lucy, her brother Edmund, and their cousin Eustace are taken to Narnia where the Christ figure is a lion and his name is Aslan. The three of them go on a voyage and come to this island where dreams come true. But this is where nightmares come true. The ship's crew is overcome by fear. They begin to wildly row into the darkness. Each sailor is hearing different noises that terrifies them. Some hear huge scissors, uh, enemies crawling up the side of the ship, and gongs. So what does Lucy do? She prays, and this is what she says. She says, Aslan, Aslan, if ever you loved us, send us help now. The darkness didn't grow any less, but she began to feel a little better. After all, nothing has really happened to us yet, she thought. A ray of light falls on the ship, and Lucy sees something in it, like a cross. It's an albatross. 
The albatross circles them three times, lands on their mast, and then flies ahead of them, leading their ship out of the darkness. But no one except Lucy knew that this albatross circled the mast, and as it was doing that, it whispered to her, her courage, dear heart. And the voice was Aslan's voice. In a few moments, the darkness turned into a grayness ahead. Then almost before they dared to begin hoping, they had shot out, of the, out into the sunlight and where the warm was, the blue world again. And all at once, everybody realized that there was nothing to be afraid of and there never had been. This story, like many stories like this, are great illustrations, not only for our normal everyday lives, but it fits so well with what we are going through right now. Since the COVID-19 quarantine started, I've read about far too many suicides. Worry and anxiety have gone through the roof. And I think we all could use a reminder that God is in control. I think we often realize that He is in control, but I think our fear becomes to overcome us so much that we let it slip. But before we get into the Word this morning, let's pray. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this beautiful, beautiful day. God, I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you, Lord, that you are in control. So, Holy Spirit, be present as we worship you through the word. Guide us, convict us, teach us to obey. It's your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. If you do have your Bibles, please turn with me to Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. We're continuing in our series, The Greatest Sermon Ever, by looking at Do Not Be Anxious. Starting in verse 25, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? In which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I love this passage because as someone who struggles with anxiety, this speaks so much truth into my life. This passage is a tough one to process, especially in our culture, especially right now. Anxiety and worry plague humanity, and it always has. However, Jesus is clear that, that worry is a sin, and, and I know that's hard to hear. But that's the reality. Worry is sin. 
I love how Warren Worsby said it. He said, we may dignify worry by calling it by some other name, concern, burden, a cross to bear, but the results are still the same. What happens when we worry? What happens when anxiety takes over and when we take our eyes off Jesus? Is something that as believers, as disciples, we don't want happening to us. What we need to see is that there is supposed to be a difference in Jesus' disciples. There's supposed to be a difference between us and then those who are not in God's grace. You see, I just believe this passage teaches us that a disciple trusts Jesus. A disciple trusts Jesus. John 16, I share this quite a bit, but it, it rings true. Jesus says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may not, that you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You see, it's plain when we read scripture, or in our everyday lives, that this life is not easy. Jesus never promised this life to be easy. So if you hear these preachers telling you that, that about wealth and, and all this prosperity and all this stuff, that's not scriptural. What's scriptural is that this life is hard. You and I both know that. But Jesus says that we can take heart. In the Greek, this means to have courage or to have confidence. And we know that this confidence, this courage, is not in ourselves. It means in Jesus. You see, he says, I have overcome the world, which means that Jesus has conquered the world. That means he is in control. Not you, not me, not our significant others. It's Jesus. We have very little to do with the outcome of our life on the grand scale of things. See, our passage today reminds us that God's children are more important than anything in all creation. I want you to understand that. He takes care of the birds and the lilies, yet we are more. We are His created. And I want you, if you have a pen or a, a pencil, paper, write this down. We are the only part of creation made in His image. The only part. No rock, no animal, no tree, nothing else in all creation is like us. Do you believe that? We are made unique in the image of God. We are the heirs. We are the sons and daughters of the one true king. Therefore, under God's control, he takes care of us. If he takes care of the lilies and the birds, how much more will he take care of us, his children? You see, when we worry or are anxious, we devalue our life. Pursuing and worrying about the material in this life uh, only creates more problems. Storing for ourselves uh, all these material things that we worry over only brings false sense of security. Those things never give us everything we need. You can have all the money in the world. You can have the best medicine. You can have everything that you desire. But when we desire those things over Jesus, it brings nothing but pain. 
nothing but problems. You see, worry and anxiety actually take away from our lives. They don't add to their lives. Just listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 6, 27. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Jesus is saying, by worry, by anxiety, you're not adding anything to your life. You're actually, you're actually subtracting. Anything that may be good, healthy. Science even tells us that, that anxiety and worry actually take time off of your physical life. That your lifespan grows shorter the more you get into worry and anxiety. See, God feeds the birds. He clothes the fields. Yet we are more precious. He will take care of his children. If you've given your life to Jesus Christ, you are a child of God and you will be taken care of. You may not have all the things that you desire, but you will have all the things that you need. God has a way of taking care of us, whether it's through his church or just a complete stranger. God has a way of providing you see, when anxiety and worry take over, we are robbed of our testimony. This testimony is something that is special. We're robbed of our joy. You see, it's in those who don't know him that the, the worry that they get into takes over. It's for those who don't know him, they tend to worry about the ways of the world. You see, our testimony as believers, as his children, is that we serve a God who loves us deeply and provides all that we need. Our testimony is to show the world that Jesus saves. We once were lost, but now we are found. We were blind, but now we see. God takes care of those who call him Father. He takes care of us because it's part of our testimony to the rest of the world of the greatness in the love of Jesus Christ. Worry takes that witness away. What we tell the world is, is, listen, I love Jesus, but man, I don't think I can depend on him. It shows the world that, you know what, if you come to Jesus, you can have life eternal, but don't but don't think he's going to give you all that you need. You see, the opposite is true. Jesus will give us everything that we need. That we may live this life for his glory. Our joy comes in trusting the Lord. And when we worry about tomorrow, we rob the joy for today. Joy in knowing that no matter what happens in our life, Jesus is still king. He is still God. And he still deserves our praise. And that although we may not have all the things that everybody else in the world may have, we have joy and peace and grace. See, what we need to do is what Jesus says in Matthew 6.33. He says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. It's interesting to me how we can read that, but we never seem to really get it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All those things that God is, 
the kingdom here on earth to be to be added to by the people that we share the gospel with seeking his righteousness his righteousness not you not me we don't make ourselves righteous he makes us righteous and we seek that we live in that we we walk in that and when we do this when we seek after him with everything that we are and we become kingdom minded and we follow as he's asked us to follow as disciples all the things that we desire that we worry about that we have anxiety over all those things will be added to us he will take care of us i'm not saying you're getting that bass boat i've been praying about a bass boat for a long time and still no bass boat and that's okay because when we seek the kingdom when we seek his righteousness he gives us everything that we need and our desires become more like his we desire what he begin what he desires because we grow closer to him Jesus did not prohibit planning okay you got to understand that we can plan for the future but he did prohibit, he did stay, and he drew the line at worrying about it. He drew the line about having anxiety over it. He urged his disciples instead to focus on the challenges that were present. Uh, the challenges of, of getting the gospel to a world that desperately needed it. Church, we have our own share of challenges today. And instead of worrying about these things, we need to focus our attention on them in a way that brings God glory. Where we, we focus on how do we do this in the name of Jesus. Focus on the challenges of the present. I'm reminded of the words of the last verse to the song, In Christ Alone. It reads, No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ I'll stand. So I want to challenge you to look to Jesus. If you are a Christian, there is nothing to fear. Nothing that this, this, this virus brings, nothing economically can can have anything on you because you are Christ's. You have eternity in Him. There is nothing to fear. In Christ, we are made complete. In Christ, we have eternal life. There is no need to fear what is beyond your control. Walk in faith. Look to Jesus. Find peace in the storm. There is no better place to be than in the care of Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank you. We praise you, God, for this day, for this time. Father, although we do live in certain uh, times that, that we're not uh, familiar with, God, but uh, we know that you are in control. So, God, we ask that you would continue to teach us to be obedient to your word, to live out this life as disciples. Father, to understand that you have given so much that we can be free. And as we do this, I pray that we are a light to a dark world, a light to a people who need to see you, Jesus. And may many people come to know who you are 
because of the witness of your church. Through your name we pray, Jesus.